0: Hi, I'm Biz Cush, a life coach and therapist, and your host here on the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. We're talking to women all over the world who found their way back to themselves, to their inner knowing, to their intuition, to their wisest self. We're exploring how to feel alive, authentic, engaged, and fully present in your life. Let's awaken your wise woman. Hi, I'm Biz Cush, and this is the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. This episode is full of all kinds of good stuff. We're going to talk about vision boarding. We are also going to hear from Melissa Wessner on what it means to be a wise woman. So hang on until the end of the episode to hear Melissa's wise words. This is my podcast, and I'm excited that you're here. So I've been thinking a lot about closing out 2022. It has been a year. It's hard to believe that, although it seems to be waning in terms of the prevalence that COVID is still around, and I had my first COVID experience this year. Fortunately, worked my way through that, had some other health issues, but feel like things are coming to a close on a year that has seen a lot of growth and expansion and some stuck points too. And I'm ready for uh 2023, I would say. I am ready. And in light of being open to what the new year brings, I took part in a vision board experience. I will have to admit it is my first vision boarding. And when the opportunity presented itself, there was a part of me that really, I was surprised at how resistant I was. I was surprised at how much pushback my system was like, this isn't, I don't know if I want to do this, this, doesn't feel comfortable because it was with my movement group who I trust wholeheartedly. And the woman who was guiding us in this vision board experience was Kristaline, probably say her last name wrong, Karis Kakis. And she's the same woman who led us in our readings, intuitive readings, and gave me the inspiration for my tattoo. So I already felt connected to her and her presence, but for some reason, I think I had a lot of perfectionism showing up around, will I know how to do a vision board? Will my vision board be good enough? Will what needs to come through come through? So all kinds of self-judgment and fearing I would be judged and it just really brought a lot of stuff to the surface. And I almost, I Almost said no. I almost canceled. Uh, That morning, I was considering texting saying, eh, I'm not feeling great. I'm not going to be there. And I'm proud to say that I went. I showed up. I tried to stay open. And it was a really eye-opening, but also opening up for me of being present, recognizing all the feelings that were coming up around this vision boarding and committing to it in a way that felt right for me. So it really brought home some themes and energy that I do want to manifest and bring forth into the next year. And I will talk about that in a little bit, but I just want to walk you through The process of how she, what she led us in, because I really feel like it helped me to come into the space with an open hearted, open spirited spaciousness. So if you were to think about your life like pieces of a pie or packages or parcels. What would those sections be? How would you divide it? And some of the suggestions were relationships, fun, business or work, family, leisure, health, self-care. And there are probably other things that you would add to your pie. But if you could think about it, if you could compartmentalize those parts of your life or all the parts of your life and get an idea of how you would rate those areas this past year, how much energy did you put into them? How do you feel about the energy, the attention, what you gave to those parts of your life and put in in a scale of one to 10 with one being, I didn't do anything in that part of my life to 10 where I was all in doing it all feeling great about it. And then ask yourself where you would like to be if you ideally could have it any way you wanted, if you could put your attention in all the places you wanted it to be, if you could devote your time in ways that felt really aligned, what would those numbers be? And if where you would like to be and where you are, if there's a difference between those numbers, what would you need to add or let go of if all your energy and time is going into an area that you would prefer it not to, what can you let go of? What can you prune? What can you take away? And if you wish you were putting more time into creativity and fun and leisure and you're not, how do you bring more of those into your life? How do you add How do you bring on those experiences that you value? Because really this exercise, I believe with vision boarding is about your values. What matters to you, how you want to be showing up and living your life every day. And of course it's not going to be perfect. We're human. There are going to be days that all we do is work and we have no fun at all or not enough fun. And some days maybe we're going to be ignoring our work and doing only fun things. So it is a balance. It is a weighing of options to create a life that is filled with your desires, your wants, your needs, your values. And to me, the best part or what really helped me in this experience with crystalline was she asked us to just look at that pie chart, look at the numbers, look at what was missing or needed to be added. And with that in mind, look through magazines, collecting images and words and feelings that resonated with us around this experience. So it didn't have to be like, I'm going to find all the pictures of creativity because that's what's missing for me. To me, it was just an open-ended sense of what is the energy I'm feeling when I look at this par chart and what's the energy I want to feel. And I was able to use my intuitive nature, use my intuition, my knowing to just cut pictures, cut words, not knowing where they were going to go. But anything that just resonated, sat with me, landed in my heart. I took away and collected and created a pile without having any sense of what that creation would be, what my vision board was moving toward, or how it was going to appear at the end. I didn't have a plan. It was really just a gathering. And so if you could visualize or imagine or journal or find images or magazines that align with how you want to feel, How you want to get closer to your ideal way of living in the new year? What images might those be? What words would you use? What would come through for you? And if you could put yourself there in that future vision of that life of the new year, how does it feel energetically? How does it land? inside you. What is that sensation that you want more of? Or less of? What came through for me when I looked back at the images I'd collected and began to lay them out on my board, I was drawn to images of nature, spaciousness, Health, well-being, creativity, self-love. What it means to be beautiful. Those are some of the words I picked. Come and experience the book of moods. To be powerful is to be beautiful. To feel vital is to be beautiful. And true colors those are the words that really resonated and ended up on my vision board and i had pictures of gardens and goofy pictures of kids on the swing for playfulness and a picture of an someone's hand drawn artwork and i'm looking at it right now it's on my wall i put it up in my office so that i can reflect on it and there's a woman standing what looks like on the edge of a cliff or a mountain. There are mountains behind her, but the breeze is blowing and her skirt is blowing and she's got her arms open and she feels so free. And what really hit home for me was that I had this past year committed to a lot of things that weren't filling me up. And I took them on because I thought they would fill me up. I thought they would bring some insight and balance and I would get some really good support around my business. And it ended up not being the case. It ended up the experience became more frustrating than I would have liked. But the upside of it is is that it allowed me to really recognize that it was time to let some things go. It was time to bring me back to a place of spaciousness where I could be more creative, where I could play with this podcast in ways I hadn't done before. It could be creating actual artwork through watercolor, which I love to play with and never seem to have time to do. Or writing. I love to write. And I just, you know, with time and work, I don't, don't often get to sit and write. And so this was really meaningful, this experience. And I'm so glad that that part of me that was resistant and afraid and wanting to cancel. I'm glad that I just let that be there and moved through it and showed up because I'm not always very good at that. I can be very guarded and keep myself away from potentially feeling vulnerable, but I'm learning to let that go. I am learning to recognize that that is a trauma response that I want to shift and change. Are you planning to do any vision boarding in your future? Are you looking ahead to 2023 and picturing what needs to shift and change or stay in place for the new year for you. I know I'm not a huge one on goal setting and things like that, but my intention for the new year, I think my word for the new year is spaciousness. And I hope that I stick with that. If you've done a vision board for your new year for 2023, or you plan to, I would love to hear about it. I would love to know what shines through for you. You can send me an email, shoot me an image, or DM me on Instagram at AwakenYourWiseWoman. Our next episode will be a short meditation on entering a new year. So for January 2023, just offering a brief space to contemplate yeah what's next what's coming for you and how you want to enter into this new year of 2023 and before we close out this episode i wanted to share a few wise words from melissa westner i got to know melissa oh i guess throughout the pandemic and through a mastermind group that we were both a part of she's a therapist here in my area in the baltimore county area and She just, I don't know, she is a wise soul and I really value her insight and opinions. And so I'd love to share her wisdom on what it means to be a wise woman.
1: Hi, my name is Melissa Wessner and I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor and the founder of Lifespring Counseling Services in Maryland. I would describe a wise woman as someone who is discerning and as someone who uses discretion. With that discretion, wise women are able to check in with themselves, their emotions, their physical bodies to see how they're feeling about whatever is going on. Wise women get to take in information from the outside also and use that discernment and discretion to decipher all of the information they're taking in. As a result, I think that wise women get to be centered and grounded. And I think that wise women are aware of their energy, aware of their presence, aware of how that follows them into a room. And with that awareness, we get to be intentional about how we show up in the world, knowing that our energy and our presence has an impact on other people and that we can choose to use that energy and presence in ways that are going to be thoughtful and uplifting for other people. For me, the top three healing practices that have helped me become a wise woman are maybe not the typical things that we might think about, but I have personally found that reading, traveling for immersion And really being able to learn other languages, develop friendships and relationships with people who are from different backgrounds than me. Those are all things that I think have really influenced me and informed how I see the world. And as a certified brain spotter and a brain spotting consultant, I definitely love brain spotting and would encourage anyone interested in that to give it a try. I think it's a really great way to get in touch with yourself, to gain insight that you've had all along and maybe just haven't had the ability to access. So definitely, I would say brain spotting is something that I love and that I think can be helpful for a lot of people. And if I could share one message for women in midlife, I think that that would be to understand what you bring to the table, to understand your unique gifts, and to bring them. I think that sometimes we can feel a little bit unsure or insecure about what we bring to the table, but I think that it's important that we do understand what we bring to the table and that we give ourselves the permission to go ahead and bring it.
0: Yes. Yes. We bring a lot to the table, don't we? And oftentimes Our light is dampered or quieted or dimmed because of culture, society, the people in our lives, but bring it to the table. Bring your wisdom, bring your full self into the world because we need it. We need feminine voices. We need feminine wisdom. We, the world needs a better balance of feminine and masculine energy. And that is a fact. So I would love to know what your vision for 2023 is. So you can reach out through my newsletter. If you get my newsletter, you can email me there. Or you can go to my website and click the contact me button and reach out that way. If you would like to get the podcast delivered directly to your inbox, sign up for the newsletter at com. Cush is spelled with a C, com forward slash sign up, all one word. Have a wonderful week and I look forward to connecting with you next time. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music by Andy Cush, sound editing by Laura Dissler, and show notes by Kathy Cush. If you'd like more information about me, Biz Cush, and the resources shared today, go to awakenyourwisewoman.com.